Periscope may not be right for B2B businesses right now, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to change. They have 15 million subscribers now to Periscope. That's huge. It's the fastest growing social network ever to hit the scene, and it is only going to get bigger. Right now, at this point, it may not be. But if you want to be a, a leader, if you want to capitalize on a new network, then get out there and make an audience there. How would you feel if you were one of the first brands on Twitter, Facebook, or even Instagram? Marketers all over the world are trying to find and engage with their prospects and customers in new and innovative ways. In today's episode of B2B Nation Marketing Edition, we discuss how brands need to first understand themselves in order to properly and effectively utilize social media. Our guest is Kira Reed, a nationally recognized digital media consultant and the founder of the MTO Agency. In trying to properly find your voice on social, I started off this episode asking Kira if there were too many brands on social that had a voice that was either too loud or too broad. I think that most companies don't have a voice that is authentic to them or cohesive. And I think that that's a, actually the bigger problem over being too loud or too broad. Most companies don't actually know who they are. They approach social media with more of um, who do I need to be in order to get the people I want to get to listen to me. And that is a backwards tactic. That's a tactic that you, that's a process that you use when you're doing print ads, banner ads. TV commercials, where you send communication out one way. When you're on social, it's a two-way street. And in order to engage, you need to know who you are. You've got to come from a place of authenticity, where you understand who you are and why you're there. So if companies come off as being too loud or too broad, it's an indication that they don't necessarily know who they are or why they're there. How then do you find out, you know, who you are as a company and who your voice is, right? I mean, I'm guilty of this. I think most people that I work with are guilty of this. You know, you're just you're retweeting the article or you're just mentioning, you know, the, the title of the article in a post. Uh, you really, though, it sounds like need to be more uh, authentic here. I mean, is it just a matter of, you know, trying to figure out who you are and then putting the time and effort into making sure that comes through on social? Is it is this sort of like a a laziness thing or how would you sort of define this? It's a we don't know any better thing, right? Because social has forced all of us in some way to become marketers and brands. We never had to do that before unless you were specifically a business and you got into the business of advertising or promoting yourself. And then you had one thing that you had to create your ad and put it out. Now it's this constant ongoing thing. And even though, you know, you may not be selling anything necessarily, you want to promote your show. So you got to put your personal brand up. And we just kind of approach it with not a lot of knowledge and not a lot of strategy. And so the, the way that we have developed our process is we've looked at what do you have to do to be successful on social? And the number one thing is you've got to look at social the way you look at real life. So how much time do we spend figuring out who we as individuals are in our own life? We spend a lot of time. Americans are obsessed with who they are. We need to do the same thing when it comes to our business. Who is our business? And this isn't about what value you bring to, you know, because everybody talks about bring value, bring value. But what is valuable to you? That's what makes you authentic. And that's what makes you authentic in the real world. What do you value? Why do you do what you do? Why do you want the customers that you want? What do you value about them? These are all the reasons why you're there. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's like saying to somebody, you know, well, what do you want out of life? It seems like the easiest question, but when you freely ask somebody and you make them reflect on themselves in that way, it, it can be a 
challenge. And I've never sat down with a client and said, you know, tell me your values. And it taken less than three hours to really get where they're at. But once you put the work in, once you do that, once you take the time to really ask those questions and understand who you are as a company and what you value, you have everything in the world that you need to be able to talk to people now. Now it's the same thing as being a person. You wouldn't go into a networking meeting not knowing anything about who you are and stand and stare at people or shout at people or try to be a different person for every person that you meet because you're going to create all these weird ideas about yourself. Same thing on social media. So the same self-help mentality that we have about our own individual selves, let's apply that also to our business. Let's examine our business and why we're doing what we're doing, why it's important to us in the same way that we would about our personal selves. And you're putting yourself on the right track to have an authentic voice that represents the best of you. I feel like one of the brands that I can think of off the top of my head, and there's a couple out there that do this really, really well. They know exactly who they are as a brand, and they exhibit that personality, if you will, you know, on social media. And that is uh, obviously here down in Nashville. Uh, I have to mention Waffle House does it really, really well. They know <laughs> exactly who they are, and they like express that perfectly on social media. Um, and obviously, this podcast isn't you know about i wish it was about waffles um a little bit more but uh, it's not it's not necessarily a b2c you know facing podcast where b2b i feel like there isn't necessarily a company i can think of at least off the top of my head that does social in the b2b space as well as you know some of the larger b2c brands like waffle house that do it really well uh kira why do you think that is what are we sort of as b2b marketers lacking well there are a lot of things First of all, I think it's the idea that it's only for B2C. Because I've talked to a lot of B2B companies, and, and I've actually done a few uh, B2B interviews, and they're very concerned that, well, but we're not consumer-facing. Well, that's fine, because there are at least 10 different communities that every single business can communicate with through social media. You can communicate with, and this one is often overlooked, your employees. Using your employees to get the word out, communicating with them over social media. And, and also when it comes to recruiting and hiring, even if you're B2B, you still need people. So using your social as a means of recruiting. When anybody looks at you as a business to work with them or for them, they're going to check you out on social. And they want to know what's happening on Glassdoor. They want to know what's happening on Facebook. They're going to judge you based on that. So that's a really important way that a lot of people miss the boat on how you use social with recruiting. How you communicate with your vendors, especially if you're a B2B, your vendors are really important to your business. Develop a relationship with them there. Communicate with them there. What about the press, journalists, bloggers, influencers, community leaders, other companies that would be good to have a relationship with and work with, your competition. There are so many different relationships that you can take advantage of as a B2B company on social media. Thanks to highly targeted ads as well on Facebook, you can direct target. the. If you're a B2B, you still have a single person at that company that you work with, whether it's the head of human resources, whether it's the product manager. You can target these people on social media based on their job title. So there are a lot of ways that it is not being used because once this belief comes up that the only way I can communicate with people is to customers or consumers, you shut down all this other opportunity. And one thing that I tell everybody that we come in contact with, 
Number one thing you have to remember, social media, Facebook, Twitter, they weren't built as marketing platforms. They aren't built, they're not here to serve you as a marketing platform. They were built to help people make relationships. So if you look at it as a business, that this is a platform for you to develop relationships, it will change the way that you approach social media, B2B or B2C. Absolutely. And uh, trying to figure out, I, I think understanding, you know, those those 10 different areas and those 10 different kinds of relationships that you can have on social media is really important. But I'm also curious too, Kira, what your advice would be uh, to businesses out there when trying to figure out, you know, where to build those relationships and where to have those conversations. So, I mean, ultimately, how do you uh, as a brand sort of know which social media channels uh, you should be on? I just had an extensive conversation with our COO about, you know, why we aren't currently on Instagram and why we should be. The same is true for Pinterest. The same is maybe true for Snapchat. But how, how do we, uh, as B2B companies, know where we should be targeting folks? Best way to answer that question for every business, go to every single social network and find the, social, the influencers in your vertical. And if they are there, then you need to be there. Hmm. If they're active, if they have an audience and a following, get your butt there. That's where you need to be. Follow the influencers. Follow the leaders. Because in every vertical, there is going to be somebody who's going to capitalize on the opportunity to be there and build a following. And there's a lot of business development going on right now on Instagram. It is very hot on business right now. And it is <clears throat> people are using it for their personal. And but that's, only, that's one sector of it. There is so much business going on on Instagram right now. It is like throwing food into a pool of piranhas. You put up a piece of content, and if you do it right, you will be swarmed instantaneously. You will be able to see results. Do that. Go to every network and say, here's my top 10 list of influencers. These are the people that are the heavy hitters in our industry. And if they are on social, if they're active on it, then you need to be there. I guess, too, what's interesting, and uh, I you know, follow HubSpot, for example, on Instagram, and they sort of take Instagram much more differently than you would think think they would you know as sort of the premier marketing b2b company you know in the world they are basically just promoting their employees and you know showing how much fun they have and how diverse they are and how they have you know offices all over the world they aren't really you know promoting at all what hubspot does right they're just sort of being you know basically a personal brand but by a company, right? Is that, that that's sort of the way that you think, I mean, in sort of taking your, do what your influencers are doing and do what the leaders in your industry are doing, is that, does that sort of make sense? The, this is where a lot of companies go wrong, is you're trying to build your strategy based on a bunch of tactics that other people are doing. By not figuring out who you are, right? Why are you there? Who your customers are and what they need from you and what it is you're there to say. That's being authentic. Trying to do what other people are doing is not being authentic. This is HubSpot and how they as a company have decided Instagram is best used for them. If you look at other marketing companies, right, if you look at a lot of the way that Instagram is being used right now, because I've gone over to their HubSpot page, I can see it's very much about making the company feel accessible, making it feel personal, because they are kind of a dry brand. But now they're trying to show, look, like we've got a lot of personality. We have fun here, exactly like you said. That's because for that brand, that's important to do. But if you look at a lot of things going on on Instagram right now, it's all about inspirational quotes. And, I mean, those kinds of things drive so much traffic. It's unbelievable right now how much those inspirational quotes over great photos are really driving a lot of what's happening on Instagram. 
that's not how they're using it, but that's because that's their brand and they're being authentic. And that is part of the process of being authentic is not trying to go out and do what everybody else does. It's what works for your brand. What would you say, Kira, what is your advice on uh, whether or not companies uh, should focus on advocacy and targeting millennials? There's an, there is something very important to being relevant. And so to some degree, making yourself available on social media and following the rules of social, it will enable you to communicate with millennials because you're showing up and you're there and you're being yourself. But to base any, it's like, Basing any strategy on a, a single audience or a single platform or a single tactic is it's setting yourself up for disaster because the millennials are going to get older. We have another generation that's now coming up. The, the millennial generation, is it's, it's got a cutoff. Then there's going to be a whole new group of people. So if you build right your whole strategy on Facebook, for instance, and Facebook changes its algorithm – You've just spent a year building an entire audience that you now can't reach there. So don't stack all of your cards in one place because that's the deal with social media. There's always going to be a new social network coming. There's always going to be one fading. There's always going to be a new trend in content arriving as there's one that's fading. There's going to be a new generation coming up as one is fading. You need to get grounded in who you are, what your audience wants from you, and what you want to say so that you do not get thrown by changing markets, changing profiles, and changing tactics. Uh, well, Kira, how can our listeners find out more about you and about MTO? Um, you can go to our website, mtoagency.com. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Kira Reed, K-Y-R-A-R-E-E-D. Or you can check us out on Instagram at Social Media for Entrepreneurs. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you again, Kira, for joining me today. A phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Super excited uh, about this one and uh, can't wait to uh, promote it, hopefully with some of these tactics uh, properly on social media. You're so welcome. If you are listeners would like to find out more about B2B Nation's Marketing Edition, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Twitter. Give us a follow or subscribe. Just let us know you're there. Thanks for listening.